What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. I'm Chris Young. Sorry we missed you guys last week, but we are back. Uh, we have got a, a little bit of a tenuous audio situation, but we are making do as we are all trying to make sure we stay in our own homes and make sure we do social distancing. So I'm going to introduce Haley the Bear. Hi. Producer Josh. Hello. And Ryan from Miami. What's going on, party people? So we wanted to make sure to still be giving you your weekly dose of the quad. Again, I'm sorry we missed last week. Couldn't make it work. There was a lot of things going on. Obviously, a lot that we are going to discuss on the pod. When it comes to that, which will be a little bit out of sight of our normal purview of things that we go over, but we just want to get some information to you guys and make sure we tell you thanks for listening. We love you and give you something to uh, to kill an hour of your day during all of this shelter in place that a lot of us are going through. I know that's uh, one of the things that's freaking out a lot of my friends right now in Nashville. And it's just something we, we want to touch on. But we're going to start with something fun first. And I, that is, we have been away from sports for two weeks. So we have to talk sports. Sports! So I want to kick things off just by asking Haley, how does it feel to have like nine quarterbacks on your team? Is that is that good? Listen, <laughs> you know, I'd rather have multiple quarterbacks than one crappy one. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but what about... <laughs> go, go ahead, Josh. But what about having like nine crappy quarterbacks? <laughs> hey, hey, okay. I, I was a little shocked, yet not surprised, because the Bears clearly don't know how to make decisions uh, when they brought in Foles. But he did, uh, as a backup, win the Super Bowl. <laughs> So we have one winner from the Super Bowl on our team right now. I mean, I I will say this for Nick Foles. Nick Foles was not in a good system for him in Jacksonville when he was there. That That's not the system that he played under with the Eagles in any way, shape, or form. And actually, what the Chicago Bears are running right now is, is very similar to uh, to the same system, and I think he he could thrive in that. Believe it or well, not. Well, I know that they I know that they wanted an experience. They said they wanted an experienced quarterback behind Trubisky, which doesn't make any sense. You just want to put an experienced quarterback on the front lines. But they are so dead set on Trubisky. I'm like, I, I don't even. I'm my hands are up. I, I can't make <laughs> the decisions for them. What do you think about this, Ray? Well, first of all, just to be fully transparent, I love the fact that Bear can't hear me, so I could say whatever I want about Bear, and she can't respond, which is the best part of, I think, this entire social distancing, is that I can, I can you know, make fun of Bear, and she doesn't know what I'm saying. So that's great. So that's one. And then number two, for me, I personally think that the Bears, this is similar, and I know we'll talk about the Bucks in a second. This is similar to the Jameis Winston situation to Tampa. They were so tied to him for so long, and they didn't want to give up because they thought there was promise there with Jameis. And then finally they cut the cord. And I think that's what it's going to take for the Chicago Bears. They're holding on because they invested so much in Mitchell Trubisky uh, and, and, you know, obviously selecting him ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Big mistake there. Um, but – they're trying to hold out hope that he turns into what they hoped he would be. But now they are basically gathering all these options to hopefully have an option in the event when he does actually fail. Well, and I know what you're saying about comparing the the situation of Jameis to Mitchell Trubisky, but I, I think it's slightly different if only for what the bears gave up to move and draft Trubisky. 
and the fact that that was the same year that Patrick Mahomes came out. And so it's Why like, does everyone keep I, reminding me? I know. Hindsight is twenty twenty, though. You, you can't lay that at the feet of the Chicago Bears. You can lay at their feet all the moves they made to get in that position, whereas the Bucks were just there, and Jameis was who they picked. And they didn't move on from Jameis, really. I mean, it's five years that he's been there. So it's, not, it's, it's basically, yeah, yeah he, they ran out of his rookie contract and just decided not to pick him up anymore and pay him any more money. Well, it's a situation, I think, where there was a there there was a potential to extend his contract prior to this point right now. And each and every year, remember, they benched him for Ryan Fitzpatrick for a point in time as well. So there was that teetering of like, where are we going with this situation? And I think that's where sh- Chicago is right now with Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, they, they gave up a lot to move up and get him. But whether or not they traded a lot or whether or not you're there in the number one overall pick and you select a quarterback like him, is you're still investing a big piece of your franchise in whoever that pick is at that point. So I think Chicago at this point is looking and saying like, yeah, okay, maybe we screwed up. Maybe he hasn't hit, you know hit his stride yet. I still think they're trying to figure things out with Trubisky in that quarterback situation. I still think they need a lot of help outside of just the quarterback position to be competitive in Chicago. But Nick Foles is a guy who I think can be serviceable and can win that starting job and can help lead that team to the playoffs. So I don't think they have a bad option in somebody like Nick Foles. This is just, this is buyer's regret. You bought, you spent a lot of money on something that didn't work out and you're so scared to move off of it for looking dumb. Like that's just ultimately what this is. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I look, we're also talking about a very young quarterback, a guy that, you know, when they've fed into the run-pass option, which is what they tried to get away from, I believe, last season quite a bit. And make him pocket pass. Uh, yeah, and, and that's not what he is. They He is what he is as a quarterback, and, and to change him is going to take more than, you know, three, four months. That That goes into a lot of stuff that we don't even – look at as outsiders watching football of, you know, working on your mechanics and working on how your reads differ once you're not doing that real fast snap read at at the very beginning of the play. It's just a, a completely different thing to ask him to do. And 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 like you said, Rye, Nick Foles, I mean, he, he's proven that he can do it on the biggest possible stage. And so I'm glad that they've got him coming in, but the, the double-edged sword with that is, then even if you have buyer's regret, even if you know you're going to get made fun of, you have to make that decision to start Nick Foles. No, they're like stubborn teenagers. Like they're they're trying to make righteous of their decision. The same thing with Cutler. They kept they knew Cutler was never going to was never working, and they kept him for so long. And when they finally they just they stick with their decision and they try to make it right, and it never works. See, I don't think Cutler was that bad, and I I still don't to this day. And I I am not by any mean a. By any means, a Bears fan. I'm I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I think everyone hated Cutler's attitude, but he was a great player. I mean, that's why he got paid $10 million for a season in Miami, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's why he got paid. He was great. I I know your attitude is part of your play, and that's that's part of the game, but I I, I don't know. I, I think. If you wanted a better leadership quality out of someone, that is where you could maybe point to Jay Cutler and say his attitude was lacking. But outside of that, he was a great quarterback. He never really had a whole lot of offensive line help there. No, No, I know he didn't. So how many weeks do you think it's going to take before the Bears fans are clamoring for uh, Foles to go in? Well, I don't think it'll take very long because they were trying to get Trubisky in for forever. Then they finally did, and I, I know they regret it, but 
I don't think it's going to take just a couple weeks the most, or if he's going to, he's starting to be prone to getting hurt now too. So I don't know. A couple weeks. We've talked about Nick Foles and we haven't brought up Tom Brady's name yet. And we're like nine minutes into recording this podcast. What are we doing? What are we doing? I know we're getting there. We're getting there. You already invoked the name of Jameis Winston. So we have to talk about who's going to replace him down in Tampa Bay. TB goes to TB. Tom Brady. If I see one more reaction video of someone filming their kid crying in Boston because Tom Brady <laughs> left, it's so sad. Like these kids have no idea. There's like one where this kid's just like sobbing and his mom's like, hey, it's all right. He goes, are we ever going to see him play again? He goes, not in Boston, buddy. He goes, okay. And he just like breaks <laughs> down again. So, yes, obviously the biggest news of free agency is not what's happening with the Bears quarterback carousel, but the GOAT, Tom Brady, going to a new team to try and prove that it wasn't just Belichick. I, midlife I don't, crisis. Oh, man, I, I don't think it's a midlife crisis at this point. You know, when you're in your 40s, I don't think that's a midlife crisis anymore. Um, Job-wise. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. This just smacks to me of, of somebody wanting to do something different. He's proven all he needs to prove to be called the greatest of all time while he's still playing. He's still got a live arm. He can still make passes downfield. He's really intelligent. They're going to pair him with Godwin and um, Evans, Evans, who are two. That's an insane wide receiver tandem. A pretty decent line. Good running game. Great defense, mm-hmm. who I think they got really kind of pooped on <laughs> last yeah, year because yeah, yeah, yeah. well and it's it, part of that was Javis Winston's fault because you know when you turn the ball over 30 freaking times it, it kind of puts the defense out there on short yeah, field situations their own 50 doesn't help yeah and so I I don't know I'm cautiously optimistic about this I think it could work really well actually I think it could Josh well, you, you've got a look on your face what is this this just it reminds me of Jordan going to the Wizards. Like that's exactly what my point was going to be. Like exactly, Jordan was oh, still balling. He still dropped like forty a couple times in a couple games. Like, oh, and you went, oh yeah, Michael Jordan. That's cool. But it was yeah, past. No one knows him from there. They only know him from the Bulls. It's going to be kind of like the same thing. And look, there's there is a long, long history of people going to different teams at the very, very end when they were phenomenally talented and they still wanted to get paid and still wanted to play. I I think Tom Brady did a very team-friendly deal, actually, for Tampa Bay. It's a pretty simple deal. It just basically says they can't trade him, and they've got him for two years. And the amount of money that he's getting in, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at what other quarterbacks are getting paid with the new CBA coming into place with more money being involved, with all of that, even if the bottom falls out of it, and I heard someone say this, and I don't want to give, like, not give credit where credit's due. Someone on ESPN when I was watching the other day said this, and I can't for the life of me remember who it was, but they they implied this. If the bottom falls out in year two, he's just the really smart veteran backup helping whoever you draft as a young kid learn to play the game. It's not going to get much better than Tom Brady. So... And I don't think that would that would happen either. I think it would have to be just like a cataclysmically bad well, first year. Let's see why the, the bottom dropping out, like 
Tom Brady has thrown 29 picks over the last four years. Jameis Winston threw 30 picks last year. Like, I don't know how much. I understand that Jameis has got a big arm and he threw for 5,000 yards last year and he's got 2,000 yard receivers on either end. But you're talking about one of the most precise smart decision makers of all time at the quarterback position now coming down to Tampa with an amount of weapons that he just didn't have in new England, especially over the last few years, Tom Brady's going to feel rejuvenated. He's going to come into this situation and look at what he's got around. The only thing Tom Brady requested, by the way, when he was signing his contract, was the phone numbers of each and every one of his single teammates. That way he could reach out to every one of them. He didn't have any other requests but that. All right, you're making – wait, 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 wait. Ryan, you're framing this like I said this is going to go badly. I'm saying I think it's great. I I think this is phenomenal. I think the only thing that can get in his way, which is always undefeated, is father time, is if he goes down with an injury. Which And he's been very durable in his career. He really has. By the way, this does set up an interesting potential Super Bowl, right? With Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady down oh in Tampa Bay God. next it, year, baby. See. Let's go, Josh. <laughs> Team of Destiny! <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, would you, Lord. I, honestly, would you like to see Tampa Bay with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? Sure. No. Sure. We beat the 49ers. Yeah. We're fine. No. The 49ers also beat themselves a little bit too in that game. And I think Tom Brady might beat himself too. Look, we were we were a a overturned interception from Tom Brady from going to back-to-back Super Bowls. Like he can he can choke at the at the last second. He also now has wide receivers that actually run down the field. <laughs> yeah, that can actually catch football. Yeah. But can he throw it to them? Yes. I don't know, man. Dude, they showed, I, and I, I actually did see this yesterday. They they broke down on first take. They were they were breaking down, or not first take. Pardon me. Um, get up with with Mike Greenberg. They were breaking down film of him rolling in pocket and throwing only like 25, 30 yard passes, but across his body downfield, which is exponentially Hard. longer. Yeah, and it was still pinpoint. Dude, as long as he's got that accuracy, if he's got those wide receivers that are beating people, he's going to see that early in the route. He's smart enough to see that. He's going to get that ball to them. They're going to break some 50, 60-yard plays. I don't disagree. I think that we saw that when the, when he had Moss, right? We, we saw the ability to go, oh, yeah. I've got him beat. Here we go. Let's put it right where I need to. And he'll get that time. That was also 10 years ago. That was 10 years ago. Right. I get it. I get it. But Bear, what do you think about this? You're awfully quiet. You just don't want to talk about Tom Brady? It's not that I don't want to talk about him. I just, it's going to be another one of those things. I'm going to let it play out because I honestly don't know how well he's going to do. He's kind of been stuck in his niche for his whole career. And he's going to jump out of the woodworks and just be able to work with all these people that he's never had a, like a great relationship with. But I mean, look at Edelman. Him and Edelman were just perfect together. But so, I, I go th- ahead. I think the thing is, though, that you have to remember is they reloaded the New England Patriots yeah. receiving core every year. By he the way, do you do you remember who his go-to was before Edelman that was just like Edelman? It was the same size. It was the same position. It was Wes, Wes Welker. Welker. Dolphin great Wes Welker. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, it's completely different. And he. I know he was trying to prove that it's not – that it's trying, that it's him and it's not the coaching staff. But I don't know. He's going to have to pull forward really hard, against, especially in Tampa. At yeah. least he's gonna have a lot of fans, a lot of new fans. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And jersey sales are gonna go through the the roof. I'm sure there was have. a wait. By the way, there was a waiting Tampa's list of seven thousand people. Not to pun intend the, that, but Tampa's uh, a sinking ship. <laughs> in a sense, of they were like, yeah, like they're fans. Like they were just 
I don't know about that. There's still a lot of Buccaneers fans. They were just sad because they had. They just haven't Wilson. made the playoffs in, since. Okay, and how do you think the Bears fans have been? <laughs> We've been there every time. Ryan, did you say they haven't made the playoffs since 07? 2007 was the last time they made the playoffs. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, that's painful. Because we did see. Which, by that, the way, one thing we're also not talking about is this new CBA, which does allow two more playoff teams. And under that format, the Bucks would have made the playoffs, I believe, three times over this last twelve years that they haven't made it. Um, but that's something that's interesting too. That will play into all of this is an expanded playoffs where you can allow, allow two more teams essentially to get in. That's going to make things way more interesting. And another reason why I think the Buccaneers are going to b- break their playoff drought this year with Tom Brady at quarterback. Oh, I think they make the playoffs, no doubt. I, I, I really do. I don't know if anybody is saying that they don't think they'll make the playoffs. I bet, honestly, I haven't looked at, at anything in Vegas, but I bet if there was a prop bet on that, it would be that they would miss the playoffs would be the, the better odds. Yeah. So the only other thing I got to say, I know we've talked about sports a lot, but like I said, it's been two weeks. We haven't been able to get out any of this. We've just been <laughs> I haven't texting any, each other. Yeah, I haven't talked to anyone in two weeks. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, I am – very, I'll be happier when they finally get Dak into a long-term deal. They're they're going to have to meet in the middle somewhere. I I think, and obviously I've said this before, but I'm I'm friends with Dak, and I, I've gotten to be, you know, not close friends, but acquaintances. I've done some stuff with his charity, and you know, just texted back and forth with him a little bit. And obviously, he's the quarterback of my favorite football team since I was a kid. So, I. I I'm kind of split on this because I want him to get paid. I want him to get paid what he deserves. I I hate that it's playing out in front of everybody like this. I cannot imagine going through a contract situation where it's just splashed on the front page of everything and people are either saying what they think about your your contract terms or saying, oh, man, he just needs to get it over with and sign or on the other end of it. I just would like to see everybody come together. I, I, I know they tagged him. I hope before the season begins, whenever that is, that, that they get a long-term deal in place with him. But I'm very glad that they got Amari Cooper lopped down. I, I think Cooper is just important for that team. Having a true number one, we've seen what the Dallas Cowboys looked like after Dez when we didn't have a number one. I think Michael Gallup will continue to get better, and he is a great, great number two possibly a 1B if he continues ascending the way that he has. He's got the speed. It's figuring out some of his route concepts and, and stuff that he's doing. And just a great, great player, looks like. So I feel really good about it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this year brings for that team. And then also the Tennessee Titans are kind of in a reverse situation where Derrick Henry is is honestly, you know, they paid Tannehill, which I think was great, and they have tagged Henry but it's that tag where other teams can make an offer and then the Titans can match. And I I think that's probably one of the smartest things they could have done only because, Ryan, what was the stat that you gave us right before we got started? Go ahead, about running backs. Of of the 22 running backs that were selected in the 2015 NFL draft, now that Todd Gurley is an Atlanta Falcon, all of them are with different teams, which is pretty astonishing to me because it just shows you how devalued the running back position is in the NFL these days. Yeah, and I think, obviously, Derrick Henry is is a beast of a running back. He is his own thing. Like, I have not seen a running back like him maybe ever, just stature-wise and the way that he runs and how much they run him. 
and how fast he is for as big yeah. as he is. Like it's, he really starts getting going and it's like, it's crazy. And he beats up opposing defensive lines and wears them down as the game goes on. I think he is a really important piece, but I'm glad that the Titans didn't just jump out there and reset the running back market for him, which, you know, I'm sure is what he wants as, as a player. You know, he, he's looking to get, to get paid and, I think it'll be somewhere in the middle. So I liked the fact that they used that tag from a business perspective because it keeps them from overextending on a you know piece of their team that in two to three years, he, he might not be what he is now. Odds are he won't. That's just what the that's NFL just, says about your position. That's what, that's what the history has told us about yeah. running backs. Yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else before we move on? I think we should move on to music. Go ahead, move on. All right. Music. So I'm gonna start with something a little sad. Obviously, wonderful, wonderful career, wonderful life, uh, amazing person, legend. Kenny Rogers passed away, 81, I believe that he 81. was. Yep. So, just so much great music, so many great songs, and honestly, digging into his life, just some of the incredible things that he did over the years, is just wild to to think about the life that that man lived and. Obviously, uh, a big source of inspiration for a lot of musicians, not just in the country space. You know, people forget how many crossover pop songs he had, and it's just a incredible, incredible career. As always, we we say this, I think, with anybody, but even though he was eighty one, still gone too soon. Just a phenomenal well, legend and musician. Uh, I will always remember Kenny Rogers in a sense of how someone actually wanted me to be in charge of their proposal that I had no idea who they were. And I had to play Island in the streams for them <laughs> while bringing them their very expensive ring with PBR. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. There's more to this story. Please give more background than that. Cause that we went from islands in the stream to PBR and, and a ring. I, I'm, <laughs> this is the most Florida thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> was it in Florida? Actually, no, it was here. <laughs> <laughs> So I was at work and it was a day shift and some guy comes in. I've obviously never seen this guy before in my life. He looks at me and he goes, I need a huge favor from you because apparently him and his soon to be fiance met at losers and he wanted me to help with their engagement. So he hands over this very, very, very pretty expensive ring and has me hold on to it. First of all, all day, all day. Why? It's a brave man. Completely trusting a stranger. <laughs> I don't know. And I am, I am the klutziest and just unsmooth person ever. I'm not smooth whatsoever. <laughs> so they, he, what he wants me to do is, as he gets there, they're going to be sitting down and they're going to order. He's going to order two PBRs because that's their first. That's what they were drinking when they first met. Yada yada yada. Goo 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 ga ga ga. Whatever. But anyways, so he has me play the song. Islands in the stream because that's what the band was playing or something when that happened. So on top of all of this, I have to start the music, bring them PBRs with the ring on top of the PBRs and record it at the same time. <laughs> I don't, I don't know this guy. I don't even remember his name, but he's asking a lot from somebody like me. I just can't even get over it. So let's just say the recording did not turn out right at all. Because yeah, that's, I, that's one of those situations where you should add someone following you recording it. Yeah. 
I literally, I'm carrying the PBRs over with the, the box ring on top. Yeah, like, I'm trying the- to think about how you would have done that because it's not like they make long neck PBRs. Those are in cans. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, just. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. It's a lot was happening. I walk over. I'm, I like stumbled my words. I don't even know what's going on, but I just walk over and I, and I set the PBRs down and I go, bye. I just walk away and try to record it. I dropped the phone, so I wasn't really recording anything. It was a disaster. Was it Anyways, your phone at least? Yes, it was my phone. Okay, you didn't God. like break their phone during the engagement. <laughs> that would have been bad. No, but that's there. They got engaged, and everyone showed up, and they were all happy. And that's how I'll always remember that song while that song is playing. <laughs> so Nothing. I helped Nothing someone get engaged. Not very smooth, but I did. Nothing says love like Pap's Blue Ribbon. Story of the day. I, You're welcome. <laughs> I agree, Ryan. Nothing says love like PBR. <laughs> so obviously with everybody sheltering in place and we're, we're doing a lot of live streams, I've been jumping in on friends of mine live streams. I did one on my own the other day. Brad Paisley called me during it and made fun of me because I was not wearing pants. I was, I was wearing basketball shorts and boots but I was in my own house and no one can tell me what to dress like. So I didn't care. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's been a, a little bit of normalcy during all the craziness has just been able to, you know, whether it's writing, which um, I'm actually doing that later today. Uh, I've got a, a Skype right with, I don't even know why I say Skype anymore. I'm FaceTiming people. That makes me sound really old. <laughs> I'm Skype writing, but I, I'm FaceTime writing with, with a couple of my friends. And just trying to get as much done creatively as I can during the downtime. I said this during my live stream, if anybody tuned in, we did on Sunday. So we had a Sunday Funday mimosas, which was really, really cool. Basically, I, I just opened champagne at my house. <laughs> That's, I, I don't think I had any orange juice in my fridge, but played some songs, played one new one that nobody had ever heard before. I know a lot of artists that are doing that. Like I said, not only did Brad Paisley call me, I jumped in on his and he had uh, he was very very gracious with making it work and setting all that up. Where Carrie Underwood came in and was a part of a song with him. I got to sing "I'm Still a Guy" with him. Uh, Tim McGraw came in and sang a George Strait cover with him, which was really cool. And just kind of making the most of it, letting people still have some music, even though a lot of us. And and I'm going to take the moment right here to to acknowledge it. I know I talked a little bit at the top, but. Obviously, everything going on with, with COVID-19 and, and sheltering in place in a lot of cities. You know, Nashville's, our mayor has requested that for 14 days we shelter in place. I know a lot of people have been talking about it and already doing it. I know for me and a lot of my friends, we've already been doing that for about six or seven days and just trying to distance ourselves as much as possible to prevent the spread of this thing. And one of the reasons that it's really important to me to get a lot of that information out there is... You know, my dad is is one of the people that is very, very high risk for this. My dad has had a heart attack in his medical history. He's about to be in his 60s. He is missing part of a lung from lung cancer. When he fought that off, they had to cut part of his lung out. So he already is at risk for anything that's respiratory-based, and he's in the age range. So it's... uh, it's a really, you know, scary thing for my family. Like I'd love to be over there hanging out with my parents, but I'm staying at my house at least for the next couple of weeks just to make sure, you know, I don't start start showing any symptoms. And, you know, they they canceled the Houston rodeo right after my performance. So I I did a meet and greet with, you know, 100 people and was was around everybody and of course, I'm washing my hands and and we weren't like hugging and and you know, 
making out through the meet and greet line, but it still, you know, you're, you're, wow. <laughs> I'm just saying you're, you're right there on, on top of a large group of people. And, so and there's a really reason. intimate meet and greet. It's uh, no, we do not do those intimate meet and greets, Ryan. No, no, we do not. But wow. Some people just got real excited for a minute. Stop it. Stop it. How much do I have to pay for that? Stop it. Anyway, I knew I, I was trying to make just a little bit of levity right there in the middle of that. And I knew you guys were going to latch onto that. Completely backfired. It completely backfired. But it's seriously, you know, it, it's it's a scary time, and this is something that we're going to have to be proactive, not reactive with. And I see a lot of people, not a lot of people, but I've heard not my friends, but evidently some people I know. I just this morning I heard some people going, I "Can't believe we got to stay home for two weeks." It's like, man, you you got to stay home for two weeks. Sorry, that's that's where we are. This is something that's just kind of unheard of. In you know, I mean, going back all the way to, I mean, what was it? Spanish flu, I think was the last time anything was this really totally, yeah, it's, it's before my parents were alive, possibly before my grandparents were alive. So it's, it's just wild. Let's be as safe as possible. Ryan, I know you've been doing uh, so much stuff as a news anchor on this. Is there anything you want to drop in knowledge wise just for everybody? Yeah, so I just want to be able to share um, just the brevity and how serious all of this is. And, you know, shelter in places are being ordered across the country. California, New York, Illinois come to mind. A lot of what we've been talking about is social distancing. You'll hear that a lot. Um, you know, the the quicker we all as a country um, band together and, and practice, um, you know, kind of being in, in your own self-isolation, your own home, uh, trying to limit the number of people you come in contact with, that's the quicker we will return to normalcy in this country. Um, if you haven't had the opportunity to check it out, um, look at the hashtag flatten the curve. Um, that is something that I think will help explain why. If, if there's a lot of people out there that are just curious and and not really sure of what's going on, you know, look at the hashtag, go Google flatten the curve. That will explain a little bit of why we're doing what we're doing in this country. Um, and I just think it's important to remember that we are all in this together. Um, everybody is going through this. You know, I, I know Haley and Bears talked about, you know, not being able to bartend and, and working right now. There's a lot of people in this country that are unemployed um, because of the coronavirus and, and the way that it's spread across the country. Um, I hope and I pray that everybody's families are okay and that um, everybody is safe. Um, and I, I hope that this is over sooner rather than later. But the quicker that everybody kind of falls in line and practices social distancing, um, the quicker that we can get back to a normal life, which I know certainly we all want to get to sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that stuff is is uh, important for people to hear. And obviously the point of, of all this and, and taking some time to make sure we're using social distancing and all the buzzwords that everybody's hearing repeatedly right now is, is that they need to hear them. We need to adhere to it as much as possible. And, you know, hopefully everything will go back to normal, like you said, rise sooner rather than later. I also want to give a, a huge, huge shout out to anybody that's listening to this if it's either you or your family, anyone that's in the medical industry, if you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're right Amen. on the front line of this. And we just want to say we love you and thank you for everything you're doing. Any of our first responders, same thing. It, this is just a, a crazy time. So we're going to leave that there. That's pretty much all I really wanted to say. I just wanted to address it before we got done. And like I said, we'll we'll continue to give updates weekly on this podcast with that. But at the same time, you know, I just don't want, I don't want everybody to panic. I just want to handle this the right way. Yeah. I think that's, that's the biggest thing. So, uh, getting back to music, 
I just talked about live streams. I I have to say, if you're looking for something to stream, Josh, you uh, you did a thing that people can go listen to. So if you go to Spotify and you search for The Quad with Chris Young, we have a Spotify playlist of all of the music that we have done over the last 11 weeks. Any Any... Songs by Haley that are all explicit. So, you know, make sure that you understand that. <laughs> Some of those are not <laughs> safe for work. <laughs> yep. So just, you know, be mindful. But uh, yeah, you can go on there. You can subscribe. It's under my name, but it, you'll you'll find it. Uh, the Quad with Chris Young playlist on Spotify. Go check that out. Give it a listen. If you want something to just have on while you're hanging out around the house, want something to kind of change up your, your listening profile, your listening habits. Because like he said, it, it kind of runs... It runs the gamut of uh, pretty much anything and everything. <laughs> it's all over the place. Holy cow. But, but in a good way, in a, in a really balanced kind of way. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. It, it is in a good way. So we've talked a little bit about music. Uh, never fear. Like I said, I'm, I'm working on some new songs. I think maybe for, for the next one, I may come on and, and actually play something while we're here just to give anybody that's not currently and actively going to watch some of these live streamed things some some access and, and change it up a little bit vibe wise. I may come in and, and bring a guitar and sit down in front of my mic and, and sing something for y'all. You can do that. So that that is the plan for next week. And let's move on to movies. Movies. So I picked the movie this week and this is one that Haley actually recommended that I go watch and it took me a couple weeks. So Sorry, Bear. Like a month. Sorry, well, like a month. Yeah, it was like a month. I, I just, it was one of those, for whatever reason, I kept scrolling past it going, that looks really interesting, and then just not clicking on it. You know, it's, it's like there's, so nothing, there's nothing to watch on TV. We got like 4,000 channels. Mm-hmm. I remember when we had like three. So it's like, I, I was guilty of that, and I went and watched Six Underground, which is a Ryan Reynolds film. By the way, heads up, very violent. This is a Michael Bay film that is just over the top action explosions. There's, you know, shootouts, there's car chases. And he, I think they kind of went out of their way to make this uber violent in places. And very gory and a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So just a heads up, like if that's not your thing, if that's going to freak you out, it's going to freak you out within like the first five, 10 minutes of the movie. So don't, don't worry about like (laughs) having to wait for it to get there, but I mean, just look at this cast. You got Ryan Reynolds, uh, you've got Ben Hardy, you've got Dave Franco, who you had to point out to me was James Franco's brother. I actually had no idea that that's who that was. I can't believe you didn't know it. I d- it seems like that would be obvious with that name, but I did not put <laughs> two and two together. So it, there's a, a lot of really, really great actors, actresses, performances in this movie, and it's just a fun thriller action thing that, that they and put together. What I really loved about it was there's a lot of dry humor in every Ryan Reynolds way possible, but there's very, very uh, stabbing humor, I guess you could say, to where everything he says, I don't think he's trying to be funny, but it comes off funny. <laughs> it's in the actually in the trailer, like the Eminem scene, where he's, uh, I can say it, it's not a spoiler because it's in the trailer when he quotes Eminem. <laughs> Yeah, oh there, there is a there is a scene where he he's doing like an inspirational speech to one of the guys, and it's it's lyrics to an Eminem song. <laughs> and the way that the scene played out, it was really funny. I laughed. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was actually funnier in the movie than it was 
when I I saw it in the trailer. I, and I thought the trailer was funny, but the, well, the actual scene in the movie is funnier. Yeah, because well, they played it the way that they played it out at the very end. I'm not going to give that part away, but what what the, what he what the guy says that he was saying that too. <laughs> it's just so funny. It was really good though. I I like it. Have you seen this yet, Josh? I haven't seen it yet. You're gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it's it's really really good. And look, I'm a sucker for anything with Ryan Reynolds in it, mainly because of his style of humor. I just love. He's so smart. Yeah, it, it's so intelligent, dry humor. In, in kind of like self-deprecating, mocking, and, and just the way that he balances that with what this movie is supposed to be, I, I think is is great. And it's just, it, yeah. it really, really is. Have you seen anything else? What are you, what are you binging right now? Because I know you're binge-watching something. <laughs> I have been systematically going back through all of the Marvel movies in order. How many times have you seen Iron Man? Um, Iron Man 1? Iron Man 3 this week? Twice. Um, so I've been, I've been watching them. I'm trying to like build up, I'm making notes. I'm trying to like make my, like, uh, not an argument, but I'm trying to rank everything. So I have a definitive, like Josh Gleave hot take on the Marvel movies. Do we need to do an entire Marvel episode? We might have to, we might have to like go into the music, the (laughs) sport of it. We might have to dig dig into the whole thing by by all the categories. Do this. I am down 100. I need Disney. Can I borrow your Disney Plus? It doesn't gloat on my Can I TV. borrow your Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to steal Disney Plus? You would just put that in audio on our podcast for them to hear. Hey, I everyone. Mean, like, no, Disney. I will not together. let her do that. We will not let her do that. I promise. That well, is. It doesn't download on my TV. It's not supported on it. You you seem Bear seems to have a lot of technology issues these days. Bear does seem to have a lot of technology issues these days, Ryan. <laughs> that is true. Um, so, uh, you did I'm mention. Very, I'm not way. very technological. Okay. Not a technological person. What, what were you going to say, Ryan? You did mention you are a big fan of Ryan Reynolds. So, uh, thanks to our friends at GoldDerby.com. Oh my God, he's doing another five. list. We have the top five ranked Ryan Reynolds movies of all time. Are you ready for the top five? Go ahead and give me the top five Ryan Reynolds movies of all time. And you will have to repeat them to Bear so she can hear them. At number five, Adventureland. At number four, Life. Number three, The Proposal. At number two, Definitely Maybe. And the greatest Ryan Reynolds movie of all time, according to GoldDerby.com, is Deadpool in 2016. So you're telling me Van Wilder is nowhere on that, that list. Is, that list is BS. Yeah. First of I all, I reject this I don't, list. I don't, I don't know what's on the list. <laughs> I know. You, you can't. So here's, here's part of the audio things that we're dealing with, uh, at least for this week. Bear cannot hear Ryan. She can hear all of us except Ryan. And Ryan can hear everything, so Which Bear just great because I can make fun of Bear and she can't hear me. Yeah, just so you know, he he basically said he can make fun of you and you can't hear him. That's not fair. <laughs> she also can't hear this. <laughs> yeah, she cannot hear the bear noise when we hit the button. We could have been hitting that is, button the whole the whole isn't episode. Fair. This isn't fair. I'm sorry, I don't have up to date computers. I don't I don't know what to do with my TV half the time. I just don't know what to do, and I just. You know, Rye, I'm going to listen back to this and I'm going to come at you hard next week. Really hard! So, nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Yeah, I, I guess here's the thing that's that's bothering me. 
with that list is that Adventureland is number five. That's not even starring Ryan Reynolds. That's starring Jesse Eisenberg and Kristen Stewart. Like that's not a that's not a Ryan Reynolds film. So for you to put Adventureland in there and leave out Van Wilder just makes no sense to me. Was Deadpool number one? Deadpool was number one. It's okay, and as it should be. If Deadpool was not number one in that list, yeah. But like I would put Deadpool number two over Adventureland, like bare minimum. What? You, what? Do you want to know where uh, Van Wilder you would put, you would, Wait, 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 wait. You would put Adventureland number one? No, I would put Deadpool two, the sequel. Oh, over okay. I'm Adventureland. sorry. I, I misunderstood oh, okay. where you're going. Yeah, with I misunderstood that. you too. Yeah. Yeah. See, I love Deadpool two. I think it's. I liked the first Deadpool better. Obviously, you yeah, know, normally the sure. first one is better. If he makes a third one, I bet the third one and the first one are our favorites because that's normally how it plays Always. out with the trilogy. Always. I I will say the very first time, and I'm I'm not putting this movie in his top five, and again, he was not the star of this movie, but the Blade trilogy, the third Blade film, was really the first time we saw him in like a action role where he was being snarky, where he had that kind of comedic smart ass coming through in his character yeah i i think what's the name of the one that's coming out this or was supposed to come out this summer where he's in the middle of the video game guy yeah i feel like that's gonna be number one see i it looks so good have you guys seen this yet i've seen the trailer it looks really good ryan have you seen it no i haven't you need to watch the trailer when when we get done with this podcast. It looks really, really interesting. I feel like this is going to be a quad podcast, like favorite movie for the whole summer. I hope so. I mean, my fingers are crossed on that one. But of course, now they're they're pushing it. Sure. Much later. But that's that was the, the other thing that really upset me is A Quiet Place 2 got pushed. <laughs> I wanted to see that movie so bad. Yep. So, you know, little little things in the grand scheme, but. I, uh, Dan I, I Wilder, be... by the way, is 13th on this list. Oh, hell. What? What? How could it be 13th? What else is there on this list? What was 13th? I'm, I'm so Va- lost. I know. Van Wilder. What? What is in front of it, right? Blade Trinity, which seems All weird. right. So, no, Blade Trinity is a movie that I was talking about. What What number is that? 12. That's 12? What the yeah. hell? All right. The give, give, me, give me from 11. No, 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 no. Give me from 6 to 10. Six to ten. All right. At number six is Safe House, where he teamed with Denzel Washington. Yeah, that that was a really good movie. I forgot about that one. Safe number House. Number seven is Just Friends. I like number that movie. eight is, is Wolverine. Out? Number eight was what? Oh God, no, Wolverine, no. Where he was originally Wade Wilson before when they messed up Deadpool, basically. Yeah. Yep. yep. There's no. You can't. That can't be number eight. All right. What's nine and ten? Uh, nine is Dick from 1999, uh, which was uh, done on R- Richard Nixon. And then number 10 is Green Lantern. There is Get not out a chance. There's not a chance in hell that Green Lantern is number 10. And better no. than Van Wilder. Get Absolutely out of here with that. Absolutely not. I hate this list. I, they got number one right. Everything else I'm throwing out categorically based upon that. Darn you, Gold Derby. Darn Did you. they have Pikachu on there? No, they don't have Detective Pikachu in there. Nope. What? Yeah. Nowhere on that I, list. I don't like it. It's gone. Out. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with this list. All right, we're, let's. We're, we're just moving straight on. Let's go to the hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> that was right on. I that got was, that you one. Nailed that that. one. I got I that, that one. one at least. So, Josh, you got our hot take this week. None of us have any idea what this is or where we're going. So, so. this this worked out really uh, well in my favor because you did something 
uh, related to this in your live stream yesterday. But Uh-oh. we are talking about the greatest 90s TV theme songs of all time. Ooh. Ooh. And I already know where Chris is going to land on this because he sang it yesterday. But that, that is true. I will tell you that what I think the greatest 90s television theme song is, I'll be there for you from the Friends. Mm. Okay. Oh, I can't can say I, that. You right. can't sing it. Don't sing it. Don't <laughs> sing it. I can I can I just go ahead and say this? And I know everyone is gonna just absolutely crush me. I'm not a huge fan of Friends. I don't love the show. I don't. You and I will get crushed online together. That's fine. However, where two or more are gathered and that song is played, everyone does the that's, together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm going to fight you on this because I think the greatest 90s theme song of all time is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Well, that, so that's mine. That's what I sang on the live stream. And that's why he, he knew where I was going to go with this before you even made this a thing. I didn't even know what you were going to bring up. You yep. just said, I've got the hot take. So uh, let me let me actually, you, do you guys want a list? I would love a list. From tvovermind.com. And I will give this list and I'll go uh, from 10 to 1. But Haley, what's hey, yours? This is my job. No, I know. I'm taking your job. Haley, what's yours? <laughs> I would definitely say The Fresh Prince, but can't forget about Full House. Full House is definitely in there. So is Saved by the Bell. I fought with that one for a little bit, but I feel as though I'll be there for you. Even if you don't love the show, which I do not, I still love that song. And I know that song. Are you Every word. I already hate TVOverMind.com. I'm never going to use this website. <laughs> first of all, I don't think I've ever used this website before, but it was the first thing I could bring up that said it was a top 10 or top 20 list of 90s theme songs because they have the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme at 11. And that's just blast. Well, that's just, that's just that's wrong. Ridiculous. You're Whoa. wrong. So number 10, Roseanne. Sure. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Number nine, Dawson's Creek. Oh, a classic. That. Yeah, that's a good I one. A classic. Number All right, see, here's where they start to lose me. Number eight is the theme song to Blossom. It's not that good. That's a hard pass. That's a hard Wait, which, pass. I, I, some, there was some weird noise. I didn't hear what you said. Number eight is Blossom. Oh, no idea. Yeah, that's a hard pass. Uh, now, this one, I actually, my inner kid, because in the 90s, especially like 1990, I was, I was five turning six. So this would have been right in my wheelhouse. And it is my lucky number. It's number seven, the theme song to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, so good. Ah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That is. Number six is The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Number five is ER. Very underrated. Underrated, but dude, I'm telling you right now, I can't even think of what the theme song is to ER. I can't either. I wish that we could have the rights to all these so we could do a is blind we could one. Do it? Yeah, because you would recognize the song. Yeah. But, yeah, but that, I'm sorry. That is not number five if the point of a list is to go, I oh, immediately I, know what that is. That's exactly right. Yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't know about that one. All right, I do agree with this one, and it, it, there's no, no words to this, but you immediately, within the first three notes, you know what this is. Can I guess what it is? Go ahead. X-Files. Yes, it is. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a manimal. How did you guess that? I have psychic powers. Oh my god! All right, so he's not looking at what I'm looking at. Nope. By the way, that you was a two, pure guess. You two have hung out together way too much. <laughs> we, we have hung out you together two way too much. Social buses. distance from each other. <laughs> we are. Uh, number three is the Friends theme song. Okay. 
Number two is Law and Order. I was, that was going to be my other guess. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. a good one. And then number one is Seinfeld. What? How I mean, is you, Full House not on there? Well, yes. let me let me continue. If you get, do you want me to go through the the rest of the top twenty? Sure, Bear. All right, so number 12, I'm going to go in now, descending order. It was Quantum Leap. <laughs> I loved that show. Yeah, I, cannot, I, I, cannot I can't place the theme here. song, yeah. Number 13 was Beverly Hills 90210, and I do know that one because my mom watched that religiously. Yep. Oh, it's only three notes. Number 14, which I totally agree with. Because I watched this, this was like, you know, quote unquote, late night TV for me. It was anything past like eight o'clock. Married with children. Oh, oh. That should have been higher. That should have been way higher. Yeah. I, I can't think of what that. I, no. never that's a gener- that I think that's a generation gap right there. Because that, that, that was off air, I think. When you All were- right. Now, I, I have something that you will actually, some of you may or may not know about this song. Number 15 is one of my favorites, and it's Family Matters. Mm-hmm. It's that mm-hmm. song, As Days Go By, Yep, which has got like the ragtime piano thing. So what's interesting about the Family Matters theme song is that was not the original theme song to that show. The first five episodes, the original theme was What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. I think I knew that. I think I remember that. I did not know that at all until I was reading this right here. Huh. Like, just think, just try to reconcile that with the opening to that show. I, I don't know what the hell. That's, I'm going to have to go try and find it now. That's such a more somber show at that point. Yeah, and I'll, I'll speed through the rest of them and because one of them is, is the one that you're looking for, Bear. 16 is The Wonder Years. 17 Ooh, is yeah. Full House. Wow. What? 18 is Saved by the Bell. 19 is Step by Step. I loved Step by Step, just so we're clear. Oh. Yep. <laughs> And and number twenty is Doogie Howser, MD. Oh yeah. So that is uh, wow. a, as as read to you by TVOverMind.com. But so I don't so like it. Bear, your your pick is Full House. That's your your yeah. number one. Yes. Mine's still Fresh Prince Bel Air, and and even with some of those that I loved and I forgot, it, it, it's so iconic. It, it's one of those that I. You know what? The Married with Children theme song is one of those that I didn't even think about. I know every single word to that. Absolutely. I knew what show that was attached to. Is that I, 90s, though? Yeah. Yeah. That was 90s. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That was for sure 90s. But I, I don't know, man. I, I think still for me, it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. So that's your favorite? Uh, I think I think the Friends theme song is the most iconic no, but, but I think I think we need to take it to the gram. I think we need to let people vote on it and see see what people think. Well, yeah, I mean, come, everyone's going to pick Fresh Prince because I would pick Fresh Prince originally. Like that's what I would pick. All right, then that's that's what we're doing because Barry, you just said you would pick Fresh Prince, so it's Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus yep. the theme song from Friends. Bring we're it on. Put, it, put it on the polls and see what happens with this. I, Bring I'm going to I'm going to go out and say that Friends is probably going to win this, but I think Fresh Prince of Bel Air will be much closer than maybe people anticipate. Well, I guess we're going to see. Well, thank you guys again for joining us once more for the Quad Podcast with Chris Young. I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Bye. Ryan from Miami. Stay safe, y'all. Love you. Producer Josh. See you later. We'll see you next week. And we're out. <laughs>